Hey, small business owners. Is your growing business becoming more than you can handle? Is the joy you once had when you started out on your entrepreneurial dream fading away because you spend all your time managing the daily functions of the company? On today's show, we'll talk about how a fractional COO can solve your problems and bring joy back to your business ownership. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Flash, your briefing on small business news, trends, and insights. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. Thanks for joining me. Stay tuned as we discuss the advantages of hiring a fractional COO and how to know when it's time to start looking for one. That's coming up, but first, the news roundup. The Department of Labor has finalized its new independent contractor rule with big implications for small businesses. The new regulation, which would make it more difficult for companies to classify workers as independent contractors, has been opposed by numerous small business groups, arguing that it doesn't fit with today's gig economy and that it makes compliance even more burdensome. Proponents say businesses sometimes misclassify workers as independent contractors when they should be employees, denying them benefits and legal protections. According to the National Small Business Association President and CEO Tom McCracken, quote, the previous 2021 rule that the Department of Labor has rescinded was a simple, clear, and effective solution to worker classification problems. Unfortunately, this new, far-reaching standard threatens to muddy the water and make contracting relationships difficult both for small businesses employing contractors and for the independent contractors themselves, end quote. The new regulation uses six factors to determine whether a worker is truly self-employed, whereas the old regulation had just a couple of core factors. As I reported in the last episode, recession fears are easing, which may explain why small business sentiment rose in December. The National Federation of Independent Businesses' Small Business Optimism Index increased 1.3 points in December to 91.9, the first jump in five months. Owners expecting better business conditions over the next six months improved six points from November to a seasonally adjusted net negative 36% and 25 percentage points better than last June's reading of a net negative 61%, the survey found. The Wall Street Journal Vistage Small Business Index also increased last month, up nearly 8 points to 80.0. This is the most optimistic that small businesses have been since April of 2022. The proportion of small companies expecting the economy to get better in 2024 grew 10 points from last month, according to the survey, while the proportion that expect it to worsen declined 12 points. The percentage of businesses that expect increased revenues and profits in 2024 also increased over the last month. 5.5 million small businesses were created last year, making 2023 the best year on record for new business formation. Of those, 1.8 million are estimated to be highly likely to hire employees. The latest data comes from the U.S. Census Bureau and indicate that startup activity has reached a new normal at much higher levels than before COVID-19. Among major industries, the largest increases relative to 2019 are in accommodation and food services, retail trade, and health care and social assistance. You can find more information on this 
and other stories in the News Roundup by going to the links in the show notes. Hey owners, allow me a quick moment to tell you about our sponsor, SBS Accounting and Advisors. Many entrepreneurs struggle with their business's finances, but you should enjoy your business and get back to doing what you do best. I know the folks over at SBS, and you can trust them to professionally manage your bookkeeping, accounting, taxes, and payroll. So go to sbsaccountants.com today and set up a free 30-minute consultation. Use the promo code FLASH to get 20% off your setup fee. You can find their website and the special offer in the show notes. As an entrepreneur, there comes a time when you just can't manage your business on your own any longer. As your business grows, it becomes more complex and challenging, and there are more tasks to complete. And so at some point, and this is just inevitable if you have a business for any length of time that's growing, you just can't power through uh, or work more hours to keep the whole thing on the road to progress. And so today, we're talking about how a fractional chief operating officer, or FCOO, can help make your business life wonderful, Um, getting you back to doing what you love to do in the business, which is probably why you started the business to start with. And the things that you love doing are probably not overseeing the daily operational tasks that have to be done to keep the business going, but probably not your passion. And so um, in this uh, discussion about FCOOs or COOs, there's a framework that was made famous uh, by Gino Wickman, uh, and there's a book he wrote uh, along with Mark Winters called Rocket Fuel, and I highly recommend you get that book, Uh, but there's a terminology where the the COO or the operator is also known as an integrator, and the entrepreneur is known as the visionary, and those terms make a lot of sense if you really think about them, so we might use those terms interchangeably today, but When you get to the point uh, where you as the business owner or the visionary, the one that had the vision to start the business to to begin with, how do you know when it's time for a fractional COO or an FCOO? Well, there are several ways that you can kind of get to this place. So you've reached a point, for example, where you just can't handle running the business yourself. You just don't have the time. You don't have the time to dream up the next big product, or you don't have the time to create new markets to sell that product or the products that you already have, or you don't have time to meet with key vendors to help propel your business forward anymore or to call on those current or prospective customers. And, you know, a lot of times in small businesses, uh, the owner is the primary salesman or saleswoman or maybe the only person that's selling. And you've just kind of lost the ability to go out there and sell because you're doing all the day-to-day stuff. Um, Or maybe you've hit the wall with your knowledge or skill set. And so as your company grows in complexity and matures, you need to bring someone else on who has a complementary skill set to your own. Or as we've alluded to, you just find that managing the daily tasks is draining um, and that it really um, is sucking away the enjoyment that you used to get from owning the business um, and you're not playing to your strengths anymore. Okay, but, and this is where the fractional piece comes in, 
you can't afford to hire a full-time COO. Um, And these folks, COOs, are expensive because they're worth it. They're high-quality individuals with a lot of skills and and usually a lot of experience. So you can't afford to hire a full-time COO or you don't need a full-time COO because um, you're not that big or that complex yet. You're just kind of on that cusp where maybe you need um, someone just for a few hours a week or maybe part-time. So you can get by with having someone um, as a fractional COO. And, and what I would recommend is not having someone necessarily just come in one day per week for eight or 10 hours. But if you hire a fractional COO, try to arrange it if possible where you can have them for a few hours, possibly multiple days a week, two or three days a week, if you can arrange it that way. So how does an FCOO help you as the owner? Well, first of all, they're going to give you back time. And time is such a valuable commodity um, for us as business owners. So they're going to enable you to focus on the things that you enjoy and the things that you're good at. They're going to get you out of the day-to-day details of running the business. They're also going to lower your stress level. So, for example, maybe you haven't taken a vacation in three or four years because you just don't think you can step away from the company without things just catching on fire or falling apart. Well, now you can do that because they're going to be there to take care of everything while you're gone and you're not going to have to worry about it. Many times, even with the fractional COO, these people are second in command and they're, they're by their nature, they're problem solvers. So now your people can go to this FCOO and certainly a COO as a problem solver and they don't come to you anymore. Your people do not have to come to you constantly and have you solve their problems. They're going to go to that FCOO. And so that's huge. You also, with your FCOO, have a dedicated strategic advisor at your side. So just remember, a COO and an FCOO, these are not secretaries. These are um, high-level executive people, and you need to think of him or her as your partner, regardless of whether you give them equity and how you set up the you know the salary and, and other compensation. Um, you need to think of the FCOO as your strategic partner, and they're going to give you advice and help you with all sorts of high-level uh, thought in the company. They're going to help you grow the company, and they're going to help you achieve your goals faster. And when you get stuck, and if you are stuck, that's one of the reasons to go find an FCOO, but if you are stuck, they can help you get unstuck. I hope you're enjoying the show, and with every episode, gaining new insight to help you grow and run your business. I work with small business owners to create successful strategy, operations, and marketing. So tell me about your business's challenges, and let's grow your business together. Email me at adam at smallbizflash.com. That's adam at smallbizflash.com. So an FCOO can bring to the table uh, the ability to help you execute your vision. They will complement your skill sets. They're not going to be a carbon copy of you. They're going to help you with your thought processes, with your strategy. They are an objective second party. And one of the biggest things that we've talked about already is they're going to oversee or bird dog various areas of the company. Um, and this could be any number of departments, but marketing, HR, IT, legal, finance, you name it, um, they, can, they can run it. They're going to systematize operations 
And think of them as like a conductor of the orchestra. That's what they do. Or uh, they, you know, like they keep the trains running and they keep the trains running on time. So this takes so much worry and burden off of you so that probably you can go sell um, or at least get back to the other things that you do well. They're very good at logistics, very good at problem solving. They can also figure out, like, they might not be good at every single thing that they're in charge of, but they can outsource those things um, because you don't necessarily need to have an HR department if you've only got eight employees, right? But you probably need to outsource those functions, and they can help with doing those things. They also bring their own network of people that will help with propelling the company forward. So now that we've talked about how an FCOO will help you as the owner, and what does the FCOO bring to the table, hopefully you're starting to get a picture of just how powerful a good owner or visionary and FCOO or integrator combination can be. And together, these two people can achieve vastly more uh, than they can apart. And so that book, Rocket Fuel, I mentioned earlier, explains how Henry Ford would never have made Ford Motor Company the phenomenal success that it has been um, throughout the, the many years it's been around without the help of his general manager and partner, James Cousins, who most of us really have never probably heard of before. But James Cousins played an integral role in um, the success of Ford. Um, and James Cousins was essentially the COO or the integrator. So as you are considering an FCOO, remember that they are contractors, which means that you do not have the expenses or the legal obligations that you would with a full-time employee. Um, But you still need to vet the FCOO candidates carefully, and when you settle on one, you need to be committed to make that relationship work. And every FCOO relationship is going to look a little different, make it adapt to your business's needs, and you can tailor it to very specific job tasks, Um, or have a more general advisory kind of broad-based role. Um, But I would encourage you not to cheat yourself out of that advisory-level person um, because this is one of the main advantages of getting an FCOO. Um, And it's not unusual that those FCOO positions could turn into um, a pathway to a full-time role if that's something that that person is interested in. Thanks for listening to the show. Let me ask a quick favor. Would you please tell someone about the podcast and then rate and review it on your favorite podcast app? That helps others find the show. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.